Welcome to the Calvary Podcast, a ministry of Calvary Episcopal Church recorded live in Memphis. The Calvary Podcast is weekly sermons, but also conversations, reflections, and provocations about the mystery of God and what it means to be human in the world in need of repair. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Years ago, I heard a sermon in which the pastor said, too often we seek the hands of God rather than seeking the face of God. By that he meant we often pray to God for things such as, God, please help me pass this test. God, please help me pay these bills. While these are valid prayers and prayers that I've offered, I've lifted up often, they are prayers for what God's hands might give us. Psalm 27, which we chanted this morning, calls us into a deeper prayer. A prayer, yes, about what God's hands can give us, but more about how seeking God's face can change us. There is something elusive, even dangerous, about the face of God. And there is a tension throughout the Bible between the face of God as revealed and the face of God as hidden. There was a tradition based on God's dialogue with Moses in Exodus that one could not see the face of God and live. Yet the writer of this psalm dares to express the deepest longing of the psalmist's heart. Your face, Lord, do I seek. Do not hide your face from me. During a confirmation class a few years ago, one of the participants described how she loves the Psalms. She shared how the prayers expressed in the Psalms spoke to her at so many times in her life. The psalmist's prayers became her prayers. The Psalms are different than the other scriptures. Rather than giving us narrative or exhortation, the Psalms give us something, as we learned in our adult forum today, more like poetry, more like song. But I think they may even be better described as raw prayer. It often sounds like the psalmist is writing these verses as a wild beast is chasing her up a hill, or a bully is waiting to pounce upon him downhill. Listen again to the third and fourth verses of Psalm 27. Though an army encamp against me, yet my heart shall not be afraid. And though war should rise up against me, yet will I put my trust in the Lord. We can't help but think of the people of Ukraine fighting and fleeing in these dark days in their homeland. We can imagine them lifting up all sorts of raw prayers. And as our hearts ache for the people of Ukraine and ache for the crises and griefs in our own lives. We have the courage to pour out the raw prayer to God found in verses 12 and 13. Hide not your face from me, nor turn away your servant in displeasure. You have been my helper. Cast me not away. Do not forsake me, O God of my salvation. 
the psalmist and we can take confidence and find hope in that God listens to our prayers, no matter how raw they are. Maybe especially because of how raw they are, since those are our most honest prayers. We treat the Psalms differently than the other scriptures. It is the only part of the scriptures that each Sunday the entire congregation gives voice to praying or chanting. I remember my first week in seminary. We, the new first-year students, were so excited to be there. We all arrived early each day for morning prayer. St. Luke's Chapel was set up like a small gymnasium with four rows of seats on the north side directly facing the four rows of seats on the south side. The north side said the odd verses of the Psalms. The south side said the even verses. We first-year seminarians were determined to impress the dean and the upper-class students that we were the most motivated class ever to arrive at that seminary. So each day we said the Psalms louder and faster and louder and faster and louder. On Friday of that week, <laughs> wise Professor Bealey said, I would like to have a teaching moment with the first-year seminarians. <laughs> he had pointed out to us that we, it was like we were at a Memphis Grizzlies game yelling, we've got spirit, yes we do, we've got spirit, how about you? <laughs> then he went on to explain to us, the Psalms are meant not to be shouted, but prayed. He talked about how the Psalms are to be spoken or chanted reverently, almost under the voice. He told us how important it is that each of us listen for how our neighbor in the seat next to us is praying the psalm that day. Because there are going to be days when a neighbor may be so moved by the words she is praying that I will need to hold her voice up. And then the next day, that same neighbor may need to hold my voice up. After his talk, we prayed the psalms very differently over the next three years. We became more reverent and attentive to the words. We listened for each other's voices. We began holding up each other's voices. We began letting ourselves be held up by either, each other's voices. And as this happened, we ceased being a class. We became a community. We really became a family. As we chanted Psalm 27 together this morning, the raw prayer of an individual became the raw prayer of our entire community. We all shared in prayer the deepest longing of our heart to be in such intimate communion with God that we dare to seek the face of our Lord. How and where do we find the face of God? Well, I don't know that we so much find it. Rather, I believe that if we are attentive, God reveals glimmers of it to us. This revelation may happen in moments when the light suddenly shines in, or more often, it may happen gradually over the journey of a lifetime. The psalmist and we pledge to be open to God's revelation by praying, one thing I asked of the Lord that I will seek after, 
to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in the temple. We seek the face of God by being faithful in adopting a rhythm of worship. The psalmist also prays, teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path. As we glimpse the face of God, we're called to change how we live. We begin to see ways in which our lives are out of balance and how we can find a more level path. Psalmist ends the prayer with these words, wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Waiting is hard for us, yet if we truly seek God's face, we wait. Waiting is not something passive. There's a servanthood aspect to waiting, as in a waiter in a restaurant. Mother Teresa confessed her doubts and confessed that there were times when she felt the face and presence of God were distant and hidden from her for years. Yet she continued to faithfully serve and minister. And even during that time of waiting, I believe the face of God was revealed to us through her face. I believe it is now being revealed to us through each of our faces. When I look into your faces, we share communion here at the altar rail each Sunday. That is when I see the face of God. During the season of Lent, and along the eternal path we travel together, we wait patiently for the Lord. And perhaps along the way, we will all see nothing less than the face of God. Amen. If you're curious about Calvary Episcopal Church, we are an eclectic bunch of Christian people who don't all think the same thoughts or dress the same way or vote for the same candidates or even believe all the same things about the mystery of God and what it means to be human. But we do believe that we need each other because of our differences, not in spite of them, and that God calls us into unity, not uniformity. Subscribe to the Calvary Podcast at calvarymemphis.org podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit Calvary in person at the corner of 2nd and Adams in the heart of downtown Memphis, Tennessee.